Shot yard. Well, that's gone straight up in the air. Wall won't drop. There's no way in the world. He's, oh, he's dropped it. I can't believe it. What is going on? पहले तो अल्लाह ताला का बहुत-बहुत शुक्र है कि अल्लाह ने इतना अच्छा अगर सरफराज को ठंड लग गई या वो अनफिट हो गए तो टीम में कोई ऐसा खिलाड़ी है जो हंगामी तौर पर ये जिम्मेदारी कबूल कर लें इनशाला कोशिश करेंगे कि उसे ठंड ना लगे All right, Kudrat ka nizam is back in full force, boys. Uh, Pakistan beat New Zealand on DLS. Um, uh, welcome back once again to the Shot Yar podcast. I'm your host, Usman Khalid. I'm joined by Ramiz and uh, Zan today, and we've got a special guest. His name is Arham Hamid. He runs a YouTube channel and a podcast called Stumps and Insights. Uh, how are you doing, man? I'm doing good, bro. Thank you so much for inviting me and. Uh... Hello to everyone out there. Hello to Ramiz and Anusman. How are you guys doing? Doing good. Happy to be back. Yeah, happy to be back. So hold on, okay. So hold on. Before we kind of jump into it, you know, for all my you know wannabe Pakistani Canadian brothers, what is Kudrat ka Nizam? Can we explain it to everybody? Because it's become a big part of our campaign. Ramiz, okay. Huh? Kudrat ka Nizam. Kudrat ka nizam is Pakistan winning the World Cup. <laughs> Inshallah. Nani, <laughs> but what is the meaning of like? Yeah, what is the meaning? You explain as as the Pakistani on the show, the true Pakistani on the show. Explain what Kudrat ka nizam. Yeah. Is. Okay, so Kudrat ka nizam, the word essentially uh, originated uh, when Sakhlein Mushtaq basically, I think, uh, term used these used this term in a press conference, I think. and uh, he went there like barish pani sardi garmi and he was basically trying to explain the nature's phenomena of how things work and how things take their own due course naturally so it basically started from there it was saklain was our coach at that time and i think it was uh, uh, in either of the two t20 world two recent t20 world cups uh, that is fr- from where it orchestrated and uske baad se the kudrat ka nizam and the 1992 comparisons merged and that resulted in a lot of content for pakistani social media users there you go that's the history behind kudrat ka nizam um, and the meaning itself just means the will of god That I we mean, are, kudrat, that, kudrat yeah. as in like you know whatever is written. I don't, I don't, I don't want to get too religious on the show, but right, uh, we're doing yeah, a Islamic <laughs> podcast, you guys. Let's shift gears. This, this is we're doing tafsir of like Surah Bakra now. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> uh, yeah. Let Let's start with the game, right? Um, uh, let's start. Okay. So the toss. I want to get your guys' take on the toss. Uh, there's been lot. You know, people have been talking about like. When we got hit around for four hundred and one, everybody was saying Babur is an idiot. This guy uh, fucked up on the toss again. <clears throat> Bold first. We played Australia in Bengaluru, and uh, that was three seventy. What was it? Three sixty seven or something like that. Three sixty five. Three sixty five. And uh, you know, when you get when you when you bowl first on these kind of tracks, small boundaries, you, you're going to get hit around for a lot of runs. Um, but you know, this turned out to be actually a pretty good decision given the rain. There was going to be rain later on in the game, so you know he had DLS in mind. I'll be honest; like I, I from 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 my perspective, it it um, 
when when we were bowling, I was like, this is sound looking like a pretty bad decision right now. But that's why maybe I'm not the captain of Pakistan, right? That's why maybe Babar is the captain of <laughs> Pakistan. And yeah. uh, he knew what he was doing. It worked out. Yeah, I think uh, it was a really good decision by Babar Azam to opting to bowl first. I was, in fact, uh, I read a couple of tweets. Uh, they are obviously uh, Pakistani Twitter fan base. You know, uh, it jumps on to conclusions quite quickly. And uh, sometimes uh, uh, you must have heard the saying that hindsight is a beautiful thing, right? Uh, so whatever the Pakistani captain I'm not just talking about Babar Azam, but what, whatever any Pakistani, Pakistani captain would do or whatever the Pakistan team in its entirety would do, uh, people, including the former, our esteemed former cricketers, would be very quick to jump onto, uh, on, jump onto something that he didn't do. At the end of the day, we need to realize that uh, he's just uh, the captain of the Pakistan team or the 11 players uh, themselves are just humans, right? They have to take a, ga- a gamble one way or another. They need to take a decision. So, in my opinion, I think Usfak uh, P, I thought that it was a good decision to bowl first. Why? Because uh, ch- chasing has been our strong suit. Okay, I was looking at the beating that New Zealand was giving us, but I still knew that uh, when when uh, when the match would take its due course and when we'll move towards the evening, uh, there might be... S- uh, some chance of dew coming into play, right? Even though it was a day game, but, but some dew could have played a part in uh, removing the little or no reverse swing that we had. So the best chance to uh, make use of the four fast bowlers that we were playing, uh, it was to bowl first. A, a because uh, uh, New Zealand... Uh, a, because we have been good chasers in the tournament. B, we had to make use of the four fast bowlers that we were playing. And we needed to capitalize on any reverse swing that we got. So I think that it was a pretty good decision. And uh, thankfully, thankfully, uh, Pakistan managed to win the match. Otherwise, Baba Azam would have brought in crucified yet again. And I would have been defending him against the 90, 95% of Pakistan's fan base. Yo, Arham, I love you, man. This, these guys are always shitting on Babar, and I'm always the only one defending him. So I'm, I'm loving oh, the fact that you're shut it, man. Yeah. That's fake news. That. Jhuti, jhuti yeah, fake news. No, no, that's all jhuti true, man. No, watch, <laughs> these guys are all going to be like, oh, Babar is the greatest captain of Pakistan of all time. Now they're going to talk oh, all man. highly of Babar. Go ahead. But I, um, <laughs> I agree with the, uh, the chasing piece. You know, people don't understand, like, with... Uh, against um like it's also the teams right like look at south africa every game they've lost they've chased um and except for except for the one against pakistan uh but pakistan could have like we had them on the ropes right so i think one is you know the teams that you're playing the second piece is yeah we're we're, we are good at chasing uh and i have more confidence that the batsmen can understand how to chase rather than the bowlers having even 400 to defend would be able to defend it, uh, especially with the way Shaheen and Hardis Rolf got got smashed around. Um, so, I uh, I agree with you on that piece for sure. I think yeah, people shit on Babarazm for no for for a lot of good reasons, but um, yesterday wasn't there was no reason to even after that uh, New Zealand scored four hundred. Um, but 
big, really happy, really happy with the win. Absolutely love. Now I know how actual people feel like. Now I know how like the England team when they're playing well feels, how the South African people feel when they're watching South Africa bat. You know, we've never I've never seen something like this, you know, from Pakistan. Like I was looking at a stat yesterday and it said the most sixes scored in a World Cup. And I don't know if I sent you guys that, but Fakhar Zaman is at the top with 13 and he scored 11 with one, in one game. And number 2 is like God knows who at like nine in a full World Cup. And this is just Fucker's third game, uh, third or fourth. So, um, yeah, really happy to see where with the momentum that shifted, everything that shifted. But I'm hoping to give a little bit of that to Sri Lanka. Uh, I think, uh, oh, I think the record that Fucker has right now, it's of uh, most sixes in all the World Cups combined. And that is, I think uh, he has 21 sixes right now. And I think he is followed by uh, Shahid Afrivi in that list and Misbah Al-Haq is also in that list. Uh, but uh, as far as scoring the most sixes in one World Cup is concerned, I think uh, Rohit Sharma and David Warner are still ahead of him. Uh, they no, are I'm, I'm both, just talking both Pakistanis. I'm just talking Pakistanis. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. For Pakistanis, yeah. 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 Ramiz, what about you, man? <laughs> What'd yeah, so, no, it was a great game to watch. Um, I didn't really have much of an opinion when we won the toss um, because I, I, I don't know what the pitch looks like. But Babar's uh, situation right now is the same as Fakhar Zaman. I know we won the game. Uh, wasn't too much to do with captaincy, to be honest. Uh, we got smashed for 400 runs. We couldn't stop too many runs. Um, other than that, winning the toss and bowling first, I feel like that was a bigger plan uh, from the whole management, leadership, the coaches. Everyone had their input in that because obviously the rain was in, in everyone's mind before the game started. And uh, I think given the way the game panned out, it ended up being a really good decision. So yeah, toss-wise, I think uh, Barber made a good call, but doesn't make him a good captain. And this is this is like, you know, one game, like... You know, South Africa came down to the wire. Australia, like, I don't want you guys to forget, we were in an amazing position to win that game. Remember we talked about it? If we have about 160, 170 runs with 20 overs left, we can do this. You know, so that game too, and then they collapsed. It was literally a collapse because like three top batsmen collapsed um, to Adam Zampa. So, you know, we've come close, but this game against New Zealand and against Bangladesh, we have comprehensively, like, we have won those. You know, New Zealand, if it had continued, I don't know how that would have went. But um, with, you know, up to the point that we were at, the way they were playing, like, these guys were in full control, you know, one wicket down. They could have went the whole way if, if they wanted to. I was I was hoping for a fucker double century, dude. I was really yeah. hoping for that. Um, and it would have came for sure. Yeah, it would have came for sure. Let, let me ask you guys something. If the game continues and there's no rain, do you guys think Pakistan wins? 300. 300%. I mean... Listen, if you're, if you're listening to the post-game interviews between Fakhar and Babur, and even if when you're watching the game, they're talking yeah. to each other and they're telling each other that, listen, there's nothing on the pitch. It's coming. How many... Like, look at Fakhar's striking. It was clean. Right. Yeah, but like okay, that, was that, middle that's what of the I'm bag. saying. Right. This game is you, you. If you 
Fakhar is is was single handedly winning us that game, right? Mm-hmm. You and if you look at the way New Zealand was trying to uh, bowl against him, they were lit- they were literally waiting until he miscued one. They were like they put everybody back and they were like, okay, how how long is he going to continue this? How long is he going to hit everything out of the park and and uh, you know eventually he's going to okay, miss so, one? So so uh, you know and and what if he didn't? Right, that's that's the, the other that's side. The what if he didn't? But I'm just I'm just just to play devil's advocate. I'm just saying that. 400 targets are very hard to chase. And even at 200 for one in 25 overs, you lose one wicket there, it's Pakistan. Anything could have happened. But the I don't, think, I don't is... think you can say definitively that we were winning that game if it continues. Uh, I have something to add. Sure. Go ahead. Uh, I think that uh, I heard Fakhar in the post-match interview, one of the post-match videos that PCB posted. And he was just sitting with Babur and uh, the question arose about whether they would have chased it. And uh, Fakhar was so supremely confident. Uh, he said that uh, we have we had tremendous batsmen in the hut and we would have definitely chased it. Chased it. And I second that personally because uh, out of the 22 overs that were left uh, after the first rain break, uh, when they shortened the game uh, and revised the target to 41 overs and we had 342 to win, uh, out of those 23 overs, uh, Saudi and Bolt had only seven or eight overs left. So when you look at that scheme of thing, uh, at that particular scheme of things, uh, I think New Zealand would have been in tatters, honestly, uh, with Saudi, Santner, and possibly Rachin Ramendra bowling it, uh, bowling the remaining overs, and uh, the form that Fakhar seemed to be in, and with Babur supporting him. Uh, the the middle order had already gotten the platform that they needed to fire. Okay, 100%. so Rizwan could have easily played that uh, usual T20 innings that he does. South would have South is terrific at playing uh, ODI innings at a strike rate of 130 to 140. <laughs> and if they are, you know, he he has that muscle power that Fakhar Zaman possesses as well to hit those monstrous sixes. So once the platform was set by Babur and Fakhar, I think that had already taken off the pressure from the middle order batsmen. And I think we were all set to create history, to be very honest. And a double century uh, from Fakhar Zaman was definitely on the cards. And I want to add that, you know, you're saying that Fakhar, no, Fakhar did everything he did. But are you telling me if Imam Ul-Haq was on the other end in a chase like this where he's... <sighs> You know, tapping everything and going for singles and not. They're both different batsmen, apples and oranges. No, but, but right? It's, like, compa- it's is... like comparing Chris Gale to. Uh, yeah, you know, you know why they're different? You know why they're different, But But what I'm saying is that Bobber was hitting sixes, he was hitting fours. He was also relieving the pressure on Fakhar to allow him to play his natural game. If we didn't yeah. have someone like Babur at the other end who knows how to score and can do it at a comfortable pace, maybe Fakhar would have made that. At that point, he could have made one shot too many. He could have miscued one because he would to have be been fair, like, I need to, to do be it fair, myself. Um, Babur, at one point, I was saying that he needs to relieve a little bit of pressure. I think at one point he was like under 95 strike rate. But he, you know, that's was a very short period of the game. He improved that, and then he was he was fine after that. So yeah. you know we're getting nitpicky here, but uh, I, well, I you're getting nitpicky. <laughs> I, I am. I am getting nitpicky. But, you know, I'm just looking at it in in terms of like you know how many times have we seen 400 targets get chased? I know this was you know a, a great like like Ara mentioned a good platform. You expect your guys to chase it, 
But um, you know, half the game done, anything could have happened. I think. Um, there's bro, there's uh, another thing to what... there's another thing to note on this pitch. Uh, and consistently in IPL, this is RCB's home ground, and they consistently uh, there's scores of over 200 being chased on this ground. So even against our game in Australia, where they scored like what 358, I believe, we were on track to chase that too. We would have probably chased it had we had maybe Bobber, you know, if he did what he did, uh, what he should have done, he didn't do. But uh, yeah, same ground, we possibly could have chased it too. But yeah, it's a regular occurrence here where these big big scores get chased down. And uh, I, I agree with Arham, we, we could have chased it down. And I was uh, I was super nervous while watching the game, but I had faith. Dude, I was, I was shaking when Fakhar was hitting those sixes. I was like... If this dude miscues one right now, this game is over. Like even from a deal, I wasn't shaking. I was screaming, sitting in my lounge and screaming <laughs> the fuck out. To be very honest. Yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, we match with that. Atke char baje ora tha. So you, it's a different. My family was sleeping. Yeah, look, I have I have an example of that as well. हमारे पास हमारे साथ भी इस तरह होता है जब वेस्ट इंडीज़ में मैचेस होते हैं. But I still remember when I was watching that. Uh, I think it was Jamaica, uh, the last Test match of Misbah Ulak and Yunus Khan, and I I was in O2 at that time. Okay. So I had a sociology book in my hand, and I was preparing for my midterm. The uh, it was supposed it was the next morning. So I was uh, the minute Yasser Shah bowled Shainin Gabriel. Uh, I think it was Shainin Gabriel or uh, another number eleven. But uh, the minute Yasser Shah uh, bowled him, I was uh, jumping with the book in my hand, and I was genuinely screaming. Thank God that my parents didn't wake up. But yeah. I was living the boom man. I don't care if anyone wakes up. To be very honest. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I. You know, my. When you have a two-year-old <laughs> and a six-six-month-old, uh, when they wake <laughs> up, it's a, it takes a bit of time to put them back to sleep. Yeah. Uh, Yo, listen, yeah. man. It's all good. They can they can take it once in a while, you know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they can. Yeah. Once. <laughs> that's yeah. true. You know, what? I'm gonna wake him up next time. Yeah, man. Uh, but, you know, know, I uh, just going back to Adam's point a little bit. Um, it was a weird feeling as as a fan. It was a weird like when we were like two hundred for one, twenty five point three overs or whatever it was. It was weird because I like from a qualification scenario perspective, I was like, please keep raining. Um, I don't want this game to go on anymore. We're ahead of the DLS. Um, just want the win, right? But uh, from the from another point, I was like, man, wouldn't it be fucking amazing if we can chase four hundred and two and actually, you know, the game finishes and it's a record breaking chase, right? Um, that would have been something to see. Yeah, like you said, you know, Fakhar gets a 200 um, in a World Cup. That would be an amazing, uh, like a match to remember, right? Um, but yeah, 100%. as a fan, I think. <laughs> and, and think about it, right? Halfway mark, they're at 200 and what were they at? 200, 201. Halfway mark, you know, you're at 200. You're, score, you're chasing 402. You've set the platform for yourself, right? The batting pitch is so friendly. You know, do might be coming into play. Everything is set for you for... Chacha to come in and just destroy it, you know, just to kill it. Chacha, tomorrow, man, that's all you want. Yo, man, uh, I would have loved to see him bat on this, man. He would have killed it. And then yeah, he would have uh, earned his biryani, bro. He would have earned his biryani. <laughs> oh, dude, I want to put that clip in the beginning of the show. That yeah, was a really do that. Funny do that. Do that. Yeah, I'm going to do you that. You should have the interaction first of. Yeah. Oh, no, he never... Yeah, I don't know if he said anything in the in the later one. Well, he tweeted recently. Yeah. He's like, he tweeted, Fakhar Kile, Fakhar Kile, like, biryani. Uh, did he yeah, say it in a video? 
बिरयानियों की देगें लाओ you know he does what he needs to do he rotates the strike and he lets fucker do his thing but he never adjusted during the world cup he never changed the way he played he never understood the situation he just kept playing the same way he didn't yep. his his cricketing iq is not that high because his match awareness is that potential high. of a particular batsman can be limited you cannot uh, blame them for not trying I personally, when I play cricket, I I, I also have some limitations. I can't go uh, just go in there and whack the ball out of the park on every ball. Every right. player has their own strengths, and uh, we can't expect everybody to be like a Fakhar Zaman, you know. And no, we can't expect not. everyone to be like a Virat Kohli either. So 100%. everybody just plays yeah, according then, to their strengths. Yeah, okay. No, but but, that. but that's the difference, right? Arham, and and no disrespect intended, but that's why he's an international. and we're sitting here fucking talking about it yeah. right <laughs> that's why because fakhar zaman imam ul haq kya galtiyan kar raha hai to fix himself but uh, i i mean you know and i i'm i was i'm a big i'm a i'm a heavy fakhar fan and we know mickey arthur in the beginning of the world cup he said fakhar is one performance away from back in getting back into form and uh, yeah. i was 100% with it um but they just dropped him for too long which is okay which is okay you know we We need to have our backs against the wall. We're the, we're still, you know, 1992 Corner Tigers mentality. Yeah, I'm so go sick of this 1992 bull- Corner Tigers. Get over this. I'm Corner so Tigers. done with it. Uh, fuck that shit, man. I'm done with it. I, I'm getting a shirt that says Corner Tigers. Bro, Crick Info. I think Crick Info has tried to break the jinx, and they made a 1999 comparison. I think uh, we sort of equaled a record with the 194 Not Out Partnership. Uh, there was a 194 not out stand uh, in 1999 world cup as well and that too against new zealand so mai to i got worried man they started to compare with 99 and even though i wasn't born then uh, i still know what a horrendous final that was wait you weren't born in 99 yeah. no bro oh, 2001 gen z oh, oh my god, god. this you know, i didn't know you were this young man i think we need Yo, to cut this off the pod bro <laughs> कुरेशी मे बी यू नो हेम ट्वीट रेगुलरली 
so yeah i think uh, as long as everybody likes cricket and i like to term everybody who likes cricket as the cricket aholics so yeah. it's all good <laughs> yeah man that's that's good anyway okay so but on just on one last word on imam um, ramiz we're not like i think we all like imam we're just we were just saying in this world cup yeah. uh fakhar you know you got to get him in it and you know i'll say that for fakhar man let's too. not let's let's not talk about fakhar like that because he very very well deservedly he got dropped we were, everyone That's exactly the entire, what I was the entire yeah uh, I world agree. was shitting hold on the entire world was shitting on him dropping him was uh, the completion of a process that rejuvenated yeah. him that is how i like to see it it brought abdullah shafiq in right and abdullah shafiq has been playing yeah. so well so now abdullah shafiq is in cuz fucker got dropped imam got dropped and fucker is in so who is the weakest link ramiz i want to hear it from you mm. i don't think there's a weak link it depends it depends <laughs> It depends. Hey, Ramiz, game, that's right? not Ramiz. like you can't Ramiz. say that they're. Hey, they're okay, you're saying you, you would have a mom in for Fakhar right now. If you, I look. Would you have a mom in for this Abdullah? Is, look, this is hindsight. Okay, like I was saying, you guys didn't let me finish. We're not talking uh, hindsight. Though. No, 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 we're not no. talking hindsight. Of course, you are talking, we're talking hindsight right no, now. No, we're if talking right out, now. Because think if about it. Right? Got out for if Fakhar got out for three runs yesterday, we wouldn't be having this conversation, right? So but he didn't, right? He scored one hundred and twenty-eight. Exactly. So we are talking. We are talking hindsight. So we are talking hindsight. I'd like to second the debate. I'll just want to ask one question. Saima, yeah. you is knocking on the doors. Who do you think he'll replace in the fifteen? He should replace Fakhar Zaman. <laughs> What the fuck, bro? <laughs> of course, of course, of course. How do? You... Okay, okay, please, okay, okay, please tell me how it makes sense to keep Fakhar Zaman in the team right now. Be okay right now for the next three games. Yes, you keep him. After the World Cup, you drop him and you move on from. He's thirty-three CT years old. CT twenty-five. Right hold on, hold on. He's CT he's thirty he's thirty three years old, bro. Come he's on, be we 35. need to start. No, 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 no. no I I think I defended no. him, mom. Ramiz, I defended him, mom, and I placed all the valid points that were there to defend him. But uh, when Saim Ayub comes in, he definitely comes in for Imam because Fakhar has been consistent for you as well. He gives off the impression that What he is not consistent. What consistency this year? No, this bro, year, listen, he is at forty seven. He only this... there there was this gap. the uh, right at start of the world cup before that he scored three consecutive centuries earlier in the year against new zealand earlier in the year he was coming off a very good flow yeah and then you yeah but ramiz you said the same thing about baba runs. right you were saying that in the last six innings he hasn't performed and so i put the blame on him for that australia and i Bobber, i disagree Bobber with and fucker are not in the same bracket man baba's way ahead of no but that's on. what you were in saying the, the point the point was the same point. right no but what? what i'm talking about is consistency right Fakhar Zaman went 11 games without scoring over 35. And now he got season. dropped. Now he Hi, got let dropped. Me talk, yeah, man. Let me talk. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> let me sorry. talk, man. <laughs> What I'm saying, he went 11 games without going over 35 runs, right? And he well deservedly got dropped. Before that, yes, he scored that 180 against New Zealand in Pindi, which is again flat tracks where anyone can score runs. I'm not saying Imam would have done the same thing. He's not going to score at the same pace as Fakhar. Yeah. He's never. He's probably not going to score that kind of runs. But you have to look at a bigger picture. Fakhar Zaman hasn't done much for Pakistan consistently. Consistently is the key. We had Shahid Afridi who did who did wonders for Pakistan, but yeah. again, the biggest Weird. biggest gripe we had with Shahid Afridi was that he wasn't consistent, right? And that's the same thing with Fakhar Zaman. He's not he's not consistent enough, and he's 33. We were talking about Imad Wasim that oh we need to look at the future. He's 34 years old. एक साल का फर्क इतना ज़्यादा भी फर्क नहीं है. If you're looking at the next World Cup, Imam is still going to be 32, 33 at that time. I don't. Okay. I don't know if he's going to be around with the squad at that time, but Fakhar is going to be 37 at that time. 
So right. hold so, on, hold on, hold on. Thirty-seven is a reasonable age to play the World Cups. In Pakistan, yes, but nowhere else. No, everywhere. Viraj is turning thirty-five. Viraj is turning thirty-five, and I can exactly. assure you that he is playing that World Cup four years from now, age thirty-nine. I can assure he's, you, Viraj Kohli will play that twenty twenty-seven World Cup. No, this is a bet. You heard it here first. We have not going to play that. Hey, listen. First of all, four years from now, Champions Trophy twenty twenty-five. Is taking place, like I said, in about fourteen months. So the next ODI tournament is in fourteen months. Fucker will play that. Whether he plays the twenty twenty seven World Cup, I don't know. I don't think he will. I think you're right. He may be too old. And if he goes through another string of low scores, then he's out because his only way of showing his um, his skill is through T twenties after that. And in T twenties, he's going to play number three, right? So that's that's number one. Number two. It's too early for Saima Yub to come in. Way too early. I want him to go through the system how he should. You know, play yeah, his his domestic list A games, right? Like how yep, many players? Like yep. Abdullah Shafiq, you know, he is a good player. He's played a lot of test cricket. He's played a lot of T20 cricket. He's played well, you know. But Saima yep. Yub, they gave him a chance to play ODIs and T20s internationally against Afghanistan, and he failed. So... I think Simon Yub, and again, that was a year ago. He has matured a lot. He's done really yeah. well. And everybody knows that the the local T20 tournaments, like the domestic tournaments all around the world, they don't give you the same vibe. Like, you know, LPL bubble, Bubber was failing in Lanka Premier League. Nobody cared. Yeah. Nobody gave a shit about it, right? And he came yeah. in. He he came into the warm-up matches. He smacked it around. He did well. Asia Cup, you know, he he did, didn't do that well, but could could have done better. But I think that, you know, age-wise, if Imam continues to perform consistently, then yeah, he should be in the team in, in 2027. We don't know how many people are going to come in. We don't know what the talent is. We have to wait for Hottest to yeah. tell us all of that. But one thing I do want to say is, yo, you cannot say that Fakhr Zaman is not consistent. He is yeah. not a shy of the Fridi. That yeah, is I, I agree with Sorry, that. That is an I... insane way to compare him because uh-huh. Shahid Afridi yeah. was literally hit, hit like Asif Ali is a Shahid Afridi. Can I summarize right. the Shahid Afridi and Fakhar okay. Zaman comparison hold, hold, in a line? Sorry, 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 guys. Hold before on. we one second, yeah, one second. Sure, sure, sure. Okay, Ramiz, go ahead. <laughs> no, I was just gonna bring up stats of Imam and Fakhar from 2022, um, and show you guys who's been more consistent. Uh, Fakhar played nine games last year and he scored 303 runs at an average of 33.66 and his strike rate was 86 okay imam on the other hand played eight games he scored 505 runs his average was 72 and his strike rate was 94 he was eight runs for every 100 balls higher than fakhar zaman this year fakhar zaman is averaging 53.93 but obviously we can give a huge credit of that to the last two games where he scored and, 180 and New sorry, Zealand one, one, earlier in the year, right? Yeah, so, he scored so the 180 earlier in, in the year. Exactly. So my concern is not I'm not saying fucker or Imam, which one's better. I'm talking about the longer, bigger picture, right? You're gonna obviously replace an older guy with him, right? Who is more towards his end of the career as opposed I, to the other yeah, guy. I mean right? I the way I, I like I, looking at it, sorry, I, I want to say one thing. The way I like looking at it, I don't want to see averages, I wanna see scores and i want to see like did they win the match that's what i want to see because if a mom is yeah. scoring hundreds all fucking day at 80 percent strike or even 90 percent strike rate but we're not winning 
who fucking cares, right? That's they exactly what I was gonna say. Pattern, like, right? I think impact impact of the performance matters. Yeah, too. Like, that's a big deal. And look Parker at is an impact game. player, right? He is an impact player. Yeah, you know, we we lost the Australia semifinal World Cup 2021, but he's the one that came in and smacked it around and gave us got us to a respectable score, right? Yeah. Anyway, I think that we've been talking about Fakhar and Imam for like 40 minutes now. I think we need to. Uh, <laughs> the only thing I want to say about Fakhar, the whole Fakhar dropping thing, and everybody is all of a sudden saying that, hey, I've been saying we should have been playing Fakhar this whole time. And that's not true. We all agreed that Fakhar should have been dropped. That helped him. He came back stronger. He played a good innings. Mm-hmm. Um, but anybody who's pretending that they wanted Fakhar to never be dropped, stop it. You you know, we, we were <laughs> all shitting on him equally. Yeah. And uh, I'm seeing tweets I, on Twitter. Everybody's like, so go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, 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 please continue. I was just gonna say I'm seeing a lot of tweets, <laughs> a lot of tweets from people going like, "We need to ask questions about this selection and why Fakhar was dropped in the first place." It's like, stop it, man. This guy, um, if if he kept playing and kept failing, you would have been singing the opposite tune, right? So yeah, um, yeah I agree. But uh, just to put an end to this debate, I just need to point out <laughs> two points. Uh, uh, before we move forward to another topic, uh, when we talk about Fakhar Zaman and Shahid Afrizi in the same sentence, that is, uh, what do you call it? Disrespect, I would say, uh, using a softer word for the matter. But uh, Fakhar Zaman averages over 47 in ODIs, right? And Shahid Afrizi is, I don't know, <laughs> below 20 or what? And He's the like second point that I wanted to make... I was talking, Fakhar I was comparing is... his consistency, by the way, not the way they... Oh, yeah, yeah, but Ruiz, you, you, you yeah. bring up stats for Imam, yeah, but then you, you cannot I'm ignore the stats for Shahid Afrizi, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I was, I was comparing that. the consistency. I wasn't comparing their stats. Yeah. But he's talking... No, I, I'm, I'm okay with Ramiz bringing that up because he's talking two openers, right? Yeah, Fakhar Zaman averages 47 as of right now, including yesterday's game in ODI cricket, right? And besides Rohit Sharma, Fakhar is the only opener in ODI history to score at an average of 45 plus while striking at 90 plus. He also scores a 50 or higher in every third innings. So if he's if he's if his 50 scoring rate is being uh, if his if he is scoring 50s in, in every third innings, that just encompasses uh, how consistent he is. That is all I wanted to add to this. Thank yeah. you, Arham. TLDR, TLDR, Imamul Haq sucks and Afakar Zaman is the best ever. Yo, so listen, that's man. the conclusion we've so, Don't so, so, disrespect the stakeholders, okay? Ramiz, he doesn't suck. <laughs> okay, yeah, Ramiz, let, let, you can get one suck. last word in. Go ahead, go ahead. Ramiz, okay, go ahead. so uh, I have I wanted to add two, but I'll just add one. Uh, Zain, you asked uh, to see the results of the games from last year. Pakistan won seven out of the eight games were, were, from the stats that I came up, gave, showed you guys earlier. Um, guys, other than listen, that, they're both other, good. Sorry, they're both sorry, good. sorry. Just give me one sec, because uh, Arham just men- mentioned uh, he scores fifty plus every third game. So in eighty-one games, he has twenty-seven fifty-plus scores, and Imam has twenty-nine in seventy-two games. So um, they're not very far apart in terms of their uh, numbers. They're very similar. I think the upper hand fucker gets a little bit is on the strike rate, and uh, sometimes impact he has in one game out of maybe like ten games. So I'll, I'll I'll give that <laughs> give that to you guys. Okay, that's it. Done. It's done now. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm Abdullah done. Shafiq. That's what I'm okay. seeing from all this is drop yeah. Abdullah Just Shafiq. just done. so we can all be happy, drop the yeah. the other good opener and, <laughs> yeah. and play both of these guys. I just yeah. want to say one thing. Uh, you know the uh, maybe Aram can get his last word in too before we. But I'm just yeah. I just wanted to say that uh, the you know 
you're saying that fakhar is like you know we i don't know like what he's inconsistent fakhar, is what i'm saying he's inconsistent. he has been inconsistent in this world cup yes i no, agree no he's been inconsistent but... forever since he came to pakistan man like he no, scores I don't, the big I don't scores think he that's... scores He scored one fifty plus two hundred scores, and then he's a big match player. He he is, but how many big matches has he had? Yeah. Okay. Let's yeah, draw. How this. many? Okay. Yeah. For, I think we need we to know, move on because because uh. we know. Listen. At the end of the day, when I ask you guys, who do you want to play in the England game? If we're going to treat it like if it's let's say Sri Lanka and uh, New Zealand gets washed out, you know this is a quarter final game now, essentially, right between England. Let's and do that. Pakistan, who do you guys want right? to play? Who are you going to have for your opener? Oh, fucker! Fucker's the man all day and hundred percent fuckers. That's it. Right. Hundred percent. So what are we arguing about? What's the argument? No, the question was <laughs> we're talking fucking twenty twenty seven World Cup, man. We're no, arguing right question, now. <laughs> the question was if Saeed Mayuba is coming, then who drop him? Right? No, the question. That was the question. We argued earlier that even last episode, Ramiz said, right? He's like, fucker uh, is probably more likely to play. Right, right, let's move on. <laughs> yeah, let's move on. Let's move so, on. So I want to uh, say, Subhanallah, the batting was fantastic. Subhanallah, yes, the batting yes. was amazing. Um, But now I Mashallah. have a question. I have a question for you guys. Okay, what do we do about Haris Rauf? He's not the player you want to drop. But hold he... on, hold on, hold on. Before we get to Haris Rauf, in general, the bowling we can all agree it was trash, right? Yeah, it was. I know the pitch was what it was—a dry pitch. We played on it. We played in in Bangalore before too. Got smacked around. You expect to get? I think they. Babur, I think would have hoped for under 350, around 350 maybe, and he would have been confident chasing that, like we said. But bowling, like this team is too reliant on Shaheen Nafizi taking two wickets in the first spell. If if that doesn't happen, they have no other plan. They, I don't know what they like. They're they rely on that so much that it's just become a. A problem where, like, if that doesn't happen, you you don't know what what you're gonna do. Where are you gonna get and, wickets? And you see it. You see it in their body language, right? Like, you yeah. see it yeah. when Shaheen isn't taking wickets. You see them all like kind of getting upset about it. <laughs> yeah, which is stupid, um, right? Like, that's so stupid. I think you know. I I'll mention that a lot of people had been calling to uh, play four pacers. They did that, and that didn't work either. Uh, our only spinners were Ifti and uh, Saman. And uh, that bro, Muhammad Wasim bowled well, dude. Muhammad Wasim bowled Muhammad well. Was, yeah, no, I mean, I'm not saying, I'm not saying, I'm just talking about the bowling overall. Muhammad Wasim was the only uh, bright spot in that in that bowling lineup. Uh, what was he like, three for sixty, right? In ten so, overs. Um, so let me ask you. Let me ask you. What did he do different than Shaheen Afridi and Haris Rauf? I thought his I thought his, I thought his length was better than the rest. I thought his line was more in check. These guys were bowling down the legs. They would bowl like two good deliveries, and they would bowl down the leg side. Bowl, bowl a really short or a really uh, you know or really full, and then get smacked around for a boundary. There was just no consistency, and I I you know Shaheen is included in that. Um, he didn't bowl well. Uh, but go ahead. I think Adam had you had your hand up, right? Yeah, I think. Uh... Our problems are primarily boiling down to the fact that we lost Nasim Shah, and when the debate arose about uh, drafting a replacement, uh, I personally want was a little in favor of including Fahim Ashraf instead and Hasan Ali to be the backup fast bowler. Now I'm not ta- talking about Fahim Ashraf the all rounder, right? I I would even bat him at ten. I would bat him at below Sha- Shaheen, right? But the thing is that what when you are replacing Nasim Shah, right? How close? What is the biggest gap that you have gotten after Nasim Shah's injury? That is the new ball bowling and the new ball control that he offers, right? 
and for him ashraf uh, we had another option in including arshad ikbal but obviously he's too raw to include so fahim ashraf would, was someone who could have offered the same control with the new ball and he, he might not have even have he, he wouldn't have even have to ball at the dead to be very honest we had uh, haris rauf already of, of course he is getting plundered and all but wasim haris and even hasan to a certain extent and zaman that we have included in the 18 that i was strictly against to be very honest uh, let's hope that none of our fast bowlers get injured but all of them uh, have their strengths uh, have similar strengths that is to bowl in the middle overs and bowl at the dead okay जिसकी वजह से हमारे जो शुरू के ओवर्स हैं उसमें हमें इशू आ रहा है अब शाहीन आता है ठीक है हसन अली वी आर कंसिस्टेंटली सेइंग व्हाई आर वी बोलिंग हारिस रोफ इन द पावर प्ले बट व्हाट ऑप्शंस डज बाबर हैव कितनी दफा इफ्तार को कराया है मतलब इफ्तार के अलावा और कहां जाए eventually yeah. he uh, does this, you know uh, on the on the point of you that's a really good point i think the team what he provides with a new ball nobody's able to fill that role right but i think the thinking I think what they thought with picking Hasan Ali over somebody like Fahim Ashram was Hasan Ali has bowled with a new ball both in red ball cricket yeah. and white ball cricket. Yeah. So I think and you pick maybe a guy who has experience doing that um over somebody like Fahim I think they would they wouldn't look at Fahim Ashram as a purely as a bowling option yeah. they would, would want to include him instead of like Nawaz maybe or some somebody like that. Mm-hmm. So that's the thinking I think they have behind it but that you know that we we talk about out of the box thinking a lot on on Pakistan cricket right? and that would be an out of the box solution um so yeah, i would be you know that i don't know if i'd be I for or against dropping, it but at least it's something I think different dropping, uh, dropping the three spinners was in fact out of the box and it was indeed uh, i could say embarrassing for all those three spinners ke ye time aa gaya ke hame un teenon ko we had to drop them kyunki they weren't just up to the mark and we had to play yeah. four pacers and go with two part timers on a pitch that is primarily that should be benefiting the spinners right so that yeah. is really embarrassing for the three of them to be right i know shadab is out yeah. or due to a concussion but he wasn't bowling that well either well didn't you hear he was faking that injury okay according to <laughs> <laughs> that's you know <laughs> if you believe anything these fuckers say on tv they, like, yo why are you talking about fucker again bro <laughs> <laughs> कोलकाता Yeah, yeah. Eden uh, Gardens, right? Yeah, Eden Gardens semi-final potentially. Inshallah, if we make it, is in Eden Gardens, and then final is in Ahmedabad, right? Out of these three, like, I don't see spin coming back. I, well, I mean, I bring. Like, I think we'll have to bring like, spin back. I, for like, for Eden Gardens or Ahmedabad, so or for it doesn't matter. I think we're looking too far ahead. I think I like the bowling. No, no, I think we need to, to maybe talk about the, the bowling a little bit more. Like. Sorry, I want to know what the squads are going to look like because it's it, from the sounds of it, the way that you know Arham, for example, um, is explaining this about like you know the spinners, like none of them are up to the mark and whatnot. I feel like this squad is good if the Har is a great bowler, and same with But, uh, yeah, yeah. 
I just, I just, I think I just want same eleven. Yeah, I, I, and that would be a good idea. I think you back your fastball. The spinners are so yeah. bad right now that regardless of how bad the bowling was in this game. That's the thing, right? People are like shitting on Bob or like bad captaincy. Like, what the fuck is he supposed to do? Look at his bowlers. Like, yeah. None, yeah. nobody is bowling well, right? Another uh, unexplored option uh, in South Shakil. He can bowl in handy left arm, yeah. left arm off spin. Can, so I think, yeah, he, he maybe used it. I'm well happy to, with the squad we have now. And this is what I yeah, want. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I think with somebody like Salman in there, he didn't get to bat again. Which had to keep batting in Yari, but somebody like him replacing, like uh, instead of Nawaz, uh, so I, I shat on. Yeah, I I, I shat on Nawaz quite a bit in the last episode, and uh, yeah, I, I think adding, completing your spinovers with Ifti. Ifti is like a Swiss Army knife, man. This guy can do everything. Uh, he he yeah, bats. That if the car and Shadab and Nawaz play together, if the car's bowling stats were often similar to Shadab and Nawaz or better, so I think he is good to be uh, our bowler, our fifth bowler who can bowl in seven or eight overs, and maybe you chip in with Salman bowling two or three, or maybe Saud yeah. bowling, or even Fakhar Zaman. Yeah. He has bowled some left arm spin as well. So I think he, these two can give you yeah. the two overs that you need. And uh, after that, we are sorted. Hassan, Wasim, and uh, all of them are good to go. And Aris, I know Aris hasn't been firing like he is supposed to, but uh, I think he is too good of a uh, name to be dropped at this point, particular point in the World Cup. Yeah, yeah. So I, uh, I think so. Only... Let's do let's do our squads, right? Sorry, Ramis, Sorry, go ahead. I was please. saying the only I think the only issue we have with uh, three four pacers is uh, the over rate, right? Like even the, this last game, the last three overs, we bowled with an extra yeah. fielder in the circle. So uh, it's uh, it's fine if we go for four four pacers, but we have to speed up our uh, bowling bowling uh, rate mm-hmm. significantly because yeah. three overs is a lot for having one fielder inside the circle. Yeah, it was fine because we were bowling first, but if we were uh, if we were defending a total, that extra fielder would True. definitely come to haunt us. Potentially. Yeah, that's it. That's a very good point actually because uh, that does make a difference, and you need to. Yeah, if you have two spinners bowling in tandem in the middle, that really speeds up your over rate and and yeah. stuff like that, right? Um, I just, you know, the, anything else you guys want to like bowl? Yeah. I don't know. Bowling. I, I, it worries me, man. I don't, um, I know Bobber likes to chase. I know we are confident with our batting, chasing anything down, I guess. I'm not, I don't know. I don't know if, uh, you know, if, if it's just me, but I'm not as confident as maybe you guys are, or even Bobber is <laughs> us chasing big totals. Down. I'm confident in chasing. Um, I think anything I over think... 350 becomes very difficult, uh, regardless of how confident you are, regardless of conditions, how good the pitch is. Just score that is pressure, what I'm basically surprised with. How could they not have taken the mental pressure of scoring 400 runs? Well, that yeah. could crumble anyone on the day. Anyone. Yeah. With the, yeah. 400 runs. I was fine with the 390 score. I had hopes till the uh, target was lurking around 390, 395. But once cross the 400 mark, that automatically impacts you psychologically, right? So I think, again, massive from Fakhar Zaman. I think uh, this was once in a life, once once in a lifetime, once in a decade sort of a performance that he has given. Don't say that, dude. We have three matches left. Oh, Inshallah, he needs to continue. Just. Just proved uh, his point a little bit there. Once yeah, in a decade man. performance, yeah, no man. That's <laughs> BS. Yeah, that's BS. He's not that, consistent, man. No one can tell me he's consistent. Every day, right? Okay, okay. So forget, forget. You know, his injuries yeah. will definitely come, but you don't get the opportunity to chase 400 every day. That's definitely yeah. once in 
Five years, you would well, say. The, the, he never got to finish it, so inshallah, he gets to do a double century or something in in the next next couple games. So you are basically inshallah. wishing our bowling to do worse again. No, we can bat first <laughs> and score can bat that well. Yeah, yeah, you can do it, do it yeah. in the first inning. Maybe, maybe if we chase 500, maybe Who knows, right? Uh, Yo, squads for England. Take it a step further. <laughs> huh? Are you saying squads for England game? Yeah, let's do. Let's do our. Well, yeah, let's do our starting 11s for the England game. Uh, just tell me who you guys want to drop. Who you guys want to bring in? If it's the I want to hear Ramiz go first. I want to hear Ramiz. Yeah. <laughs> he wants 11 in Mamalak. Controversy, it's like the other man. No, I'll I'll pick the same. Uh, there would want be one thing I would probably consult with my team if I was there is do we keep Harris Rove in or we bring in a spinner instead of Harris Rove because uh, mm. not not a very relevant mm. stat I guess but he's been smacked for the most number of sixes in the World Cup so far <laughs> and it was at nineteen I believe. Did you guys see that? I don't know Sorry, if that's very important. Say, uh, did you guys see that? Shaheen the... has been spanked for the most number of fours, and Harris is oh, wow. uh, closely climbing up that chart as well. Really? Yeah. Harris, yeah. top. The, the that was made, right? The the most amount of runs by a, I think it was the most amount of runs by a Pakistani bowler in a World Cup game, and it went to Harris Rao when he gave away eighty five, and then yeah. Shaheen yeah. broke and then it like ten minutes later with ninety runs, two records in one game. Uh, great, great stuff. Great bowling, awesome. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, that's right. the only thing that I would uh, probably uh, think over. Should we bring us bring in a spinner for yeah. Rs Rove? That, that's other than that, I'd keep this, the other ten players. Would no, way mom. No, no, mom. Right now, there's <laughs> so no way, mom. There's no way, mom comes in right now. I was again. I was talking about like the future, longer picture. Yeah, right yeah. Now, Fucker's taking the spot. He's he stays. Uh, Adam, go ahead. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I'm definitely keeping the same 11. Uh, I think since the match is going to be at the Eden Gardens, so we don't need any slow spinners that essentially are not spinning the ball that they are basically supposed to do. So I would <laughs> basically keep the four fast followers and hope for some reverse swing at the end and back the boys to chase mammoth targets, targets once again. Then... Then, uh, so my only thing, uh, is that so I, I would do the same thing that Ramiz is saying, but what I would want to do, um, is I would bring in an extra batsman. So if we dropped Hottis, uh, Rauf, then I would want to bring in maybe uh, Nawaz or Shadab just for batting. I wouldn't want to so, give them the ball, but <laughs> but in all honesty, what like, the fuck? You know, what are you? <laughs> I just want to bring one batting. of those guys in. Who the fuck? No, is, you're not going to bowl them. I want Iftikhar, Aga Salman, and Saud Shaquille to share the overs. <laughs> share 20 overs, dude. This guy's That's bringing my... Shadab as a batsman. Oh, God. Okay. okay. Because there's nobody, else fact, left. Think... there's nobody else left, right? It's not there's a bad idea. If you, if you, I think if you bowl Shadab as second, as second fiddle to Iftikhar, like Iftikhar bowls seven, and um, Shadab maybe bowls five overs. And maybe Salman, and maybe the three of them bowl seven, seven or six overs, right? And Shadab and you could, could, could make, could be a good end. Shadab or, I, I think Shadab's battering, batting is better than Nawaz because that's all I'm looking at. But if you yeah. need and I think since we're getting spanked overs, all over in any case, like Shaheen is getting uh, spanked for 90 and yeah. uh, I'd hard as well is getting spanked all over the park as well. So might as well, uh, and they will exactly. go at 10 over 
10 10 runs and over the match so i think that's yeah. uh, an interesting idea something that could be done you never know yeah that's so that's why i'm saying that we need i, w- I would want to make my batting order you know longer yeah and if if you know if a combination is correct a new wicket like a wicket fall somebody comes in that you know nawaz can maybe you know trap them a little bit keep them tight keep them yeah. light you know have some and good overs then we then we do that i think i, don't know, I feel i feel the netherlands as well we keep forgetting uh, how close we were to losing to netherlands but uh, i think uh, shadab and nawaz did play a good role in developing that later partnership at the end uh, which enabled us to defeat netherlands comprehensively adam that was like two weeks ago we don't care about that over the hum unko jute maar rahe hain abhi bas yeah no i feel like we need that's, to have that's how that's how we are right pakistanis um, i feel like we need yeah, to have no. at least four specialist bowlers in the in the lineup and then the last 10 can be split over so if you replace haris rauf and bring in shadab and not give him bowling then you have how many bowlers you have you have three pacers and you don't have a special spinner that you're giving the ball to but again like, you could give no, that to 50 right if he would get 10 overs no matter what yeah. if he would get 10 10 overs right because we we're yeah, literally you're playing if he as a full time like option right exactly so yeah. we we, we have our four bowlers ball shadab would bowl seven and maybe aga would bowl two or three in, in this particular so case so this is the problem that, of bringing in someone like shadab because you're keep thinking about him as a bowling all-rounder i'm saying he really comes in as a batsman aga salman tenovers are you kidding me <laughs> no i would i would give him i'd give saud shakil something i'd give aga salman yeah these guys, these guys haven't these guys haven't these guys keep going through no Man, you're telling me you want you, you said it's a virtual quarter final assuming that you know that other game gets rained out <laughs> you want to give south shakil overs in this quarter final game now and what if he fails then you're going to be then you know that's listen, that's uh, what i'm saying listen, right? the, like the thing about Zen, bowling Zen. just relax for one second okay you're getting too hype up here <laughs> i'm getting hype the thing up. about bowling is you can test and try for a couple of overs right it's not like if i said i'm giving him 10 i'm giving him 10 now right but with a batsman it's different they come in they fail that's it it's done right yeah you so, can do trial and error though but like if if you're if you're playing with one less bowler then you how, how, there's how two problems exactly ten, the same thing overs that comes a said. lot when you're trying to cover but when up you're, for if you want to play with four if if you want to play with four fast bowlers and you're talking about you know the fact that they had to have four fielders um outside of the or no, in, the, in the ring or whatever for whatever the rule is um you know that gives them the option for more runs so not only are these bowlers leaking runs they're also allowing for more runs to be scored because of that so even if one But, bowler score like gets hit for 80 runs essentially it could be over 100 runs that they're leaking because of these rules right yeah but keep no, it keep also keep in mind that, that can be avoided no Uh, with proactive yeah. captaincy and proactive uh, bowling run ever uh, with there, the bowlers there's also a lot of thinking going on right because they're going for so many runs they're they're getting in a huddle after like every over and trying to yeah. figure out what the hell to do right yeah the um, other thing with the salman salman uh, point is that he played the last two games first and he's only bowled two overs for us so i i personally don't think the management or the captain looks at him as a bowling option for the upcoming yeah, game yeah i right like, yeah Yeah, I'm just saying that, you know, if you look at the bigger picture, the bowling ha- we you know, we're we're trying to figure out a solution for a bowling unit that's bowling really badly right now, at least in the last game, right? And that's what you And have to I, I don't No, no, you you that uh, that is thinking outside the box, but I'm just saying like 
if that doesn't work, it looks even worse than playing the current squad and then getting smacked for another 400. Yeah, um, I definitely then don't think, agree. Then, then yeah. All the media, all the attention is going to be like, hey, why why would you play four bowlers only? When yeah, you know um Award rewarded by PCB for his innings, and this like what the fuck? Like, why are you announcing that right after the, a day after the game? No other team does this. PCBs, I don't know what these guys are thinking, man. And by the way, players consistent hote na. Hamare kabhi kabhi karte to wale chalo yaar. Oh my god, Ramiz, bro, you just took a. Why isn't Imam getting a million rupees? Exactly. You took a shot. He's too, he's too consistent. He's too consistent. He's getting a hundred rupees every day because he's consistent, right? He's getting a hundred. He's getting an allowance every day. Yeah. I um, think uh, we should ask Inzamam to give some of that 25 lakhs that he receives to in, Imam Ulaq as a, as a some <laughs> uh, you're, gift. You're uh, but yeah, we, we, we should have a debate. Ar- Arham, we'll have you all again and maybe we can have you and Ramiz debate about Imam and uh, Imam. I don't want to be there. I would love to, man. It would be like a face-off. We'll we'll do it like you know we'll get oh, we'll do it in person we'll get like podiums and shit and they'll have like mics in front of them and they'll I don't know Pakistan if this can be a debate because, <laughs> I don't know if this can be a debate fuckers turning thirty four Imam's turning twenty eight like I don't know like you can we get out but, of uh, Ramiz, uh, I'm looking at this we can't get out of age bracket but we can't get age is just a number Miss Ball Hark took you to number one while being age 42 Miss Ball Hark scored a century at the home of cricket while being age 42 age is just a number man as long as you're fit and ready to go it's not it's just, just a I will I will agree I will agree with Ramiz on that. I think at some point, you know, we, we need to start looking at what, what we have uh coming up in the future, right? Um and you need to bring some of these guys yeah, in. But, I, my my thing you... about Fakhar and Imam is that uh, you know I, I think I think Ramiz my only problem with Ramiz's take is that I think he's looking at he's being a little short sighted in, in I'm not at being short, I'm form. looking the long run though. Uh, Again, he's no, no, 35. I, I'm not even talking about that. I'm not even talking about that. Look, Go ahead. another point that we need to consider is that the 2027 World Cup is in South Africa, right? And that is a difficult place to bat. And that is essentially, uh, that is also the place where Fakhar Zaman scored that magnificent, that t- t- a truly sexy 193, right? So he has some experience of playing over there. He's going to be 38 years old. I know you're saying age is just a number. But I'll ask you that nine years later when you turn 30. <laughs> You're 21 right now. That's why you think age is just a number. <laughs> yeah, that's that, yeah, that's true, actually. Yeah, age, you, is, you... age is not just a number, man. Have you seen how Cristiano Lalo slowed down compared to his pace when he was 30 years old to compared oh, to now when he's 39 yeah, years old? He slowed down because he is not the GOAT. He is only second to Lionel Messi, bro. Sure, okay, sure. Now we're getting into this. Stuff. Okay, now this is turning into a fucking. I don't but know I anything about soccer. Soccer is a very is a much more uh, grueling and like you know has a much higher effect on your body than. Yeah, but no. The what I'm getting trying to get at is age Point in is case not is just the a number. Ball. Age is just not a number. It's awesome. I agree with that. I agree with that. Can, I, can, I, I will make the same argument for Imad Wasim. I think uh, I actually commented on your post, Adam, on Instagram, and I said that. Uh, um, uh, I think you had posted about Imad Wasim 
yeah. being in the next G20 World Cup. And I, I replied saying, yeah. I, I personally don't think he should be uh, c- considered moving forward. And my reasons are a little bit more than just age. And I think he's he's a bit toxic and he should stop. Yeah, politics. Politics. yeah politics I think one like factor is coming. But uh, given the fact how our current crop of spinning all-rounders, I think Shadab may be good in T20s. Nawaz is not doing well in T20s at all. So Shadab may need... Imad, for I'm just keeping him for this particular T20 World Cup. After that, I think he's yeah, done. and that's that's fair. I I think uh, let me ask you guys a question actually because this is a discussion I've had with a few people and everybody's answer is yeah. is different. Um, yeah, how much stock do you guys put into the the camaraderie in a team and like you know we we've talked about like Babur and his guys and these guys are not letting anybody kind of get in the middle of like their their team bonding and shit like that and you know. The Dosiari thing has kind of come from that. And we've yeah. talked about like how good of a leader Babur has been as as just a people leader and and making sure yeah. that all the politics and shit like that stay stay out of the team. How much talk do you put in? I was talking to a friend of mine the other day and he was saying, you know, Imadu's team should be in the team, um, even the ODI team right now. And I don't care if he's toxic. You need a good player. He's a good player. You, to counter that, you bring in a, a, a more... Uh, assertive captain and you bring in a more assertive coach mm-hmm. to deal with personalities like that. What do you guys think about that? I'll, I'll go last on on giving my opinion on this. Here, uh, I'll go first. Uh, I personally think that uh, to a certain extent, uh, that is important at the end of the day because uh, Ali Turin also recently mentioned about uh, that FIFA team chemistry that we have on the PlayStations. Uh, that is also important to have in the team. I think he was talking about uh, in reference with the recent coaches that he had hired and he was talking about that. But uh, I think that is important to a certain extent and that can be then when the two players in question are performing, uh, don't have that big of a gap in between their performances, right? So then you can give the benefit of the doubt to someone who is your friend and someone that you like and you would like to be in the team, someone you can essentially control, right? But when the gap is bigger or when Nawaz isn't giving you what he needs to do so and somebody else is knocking on the door and he is performing in franchise cricket and uh, he is essentially that someone you need at the lower order, someone who can muscle those big sixes and also has the experience of finishing the games, right? So uh, when the door gets starts to get knocked that loudly, so that is where the line is drawn and the camaraderie or the dosti thing needs to be put behind. That is what I think. Um, I just, you know, for me, like the whole Imad Vaseem thing was... Uh, you know, his ODI thing, he hasn't played any. Um, I don't know if you guys saw the clip on Twitter. Um, I saw it the other day, and he was on, I don't know what show he's on on TV with um, Mohammed Amir. And uh, that's uh, Harna Manahe, that's on Geo, yeah, Harna Manahe on Geo. He was saying, uh, somebody asked a viewer asked a question, and they were like, uh, if Imad Muslim wants to be considered for the ODI, or and he did want to be considered for the ODI World Cup. Um, why didn't he play any list day cricket? Even right now, National yeah. Pakistan Cup is going on, and he's not playing. And he there. said that he said that I'm 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 playing the T10 right. So that's that's where I think that becomes a problem. You know, yeah. His no, abilities I, aside, I, I you need to prioritize these pers- things if you want to be selected for the, your national team. I think, and and I think personally um, isn't interested in the ODI setup anymore as well. 
I think he would have right. been interested uh, maybe uh, Salta, but especially given the fact that he has said that on air that shows that he is not looking for a comeback in the ODI team definitely but T20s uh, I think he is a clutch player but what do you guys think generally Zen and Rumi Zen I guess you go first um no I don't like him I don't like him, but no, hey, he's right. I'm not talking he's about right. Malazim. I'm, I'm asserted, talking, I'm, I'm, yeah, no, no, I'm talking about Malazim right, yeah. as well. Yeah, um, the, I, said, I said I wasn't. Oh well, I'm talking about Malazim. Okay. No, I, I don't ahead, like him. But this is a bigger. <laughs> let me, let me, let me keep going. So your buddy's talking about an assertive captain. He's right about that. He's absolutely right about that. But Bubber's like favorite points are at an all-time low, right? Like if they elected captains, Bubber wouldn't like he wouldn't be able to get reelected. Um, so I look at like, you know, Kamran Akmal during the Inzamamul Haq era, right? Inzi was able to control these people. He was able to kind of stamp his finger down on these guys and he was able to kind of keep the team together as a whole. You know, once Inzi left, we had nothing for a while. You know, this is why somebody like Yunus Khan, who was a great captain, a great human being, and he was a great player, he could never stamp his captaincy down because he didn't have that assertiveness. How many times did he leave captaincy and come back? And hundred percent of the time, it was mostly because of the players or the team management, right? You need somebody that's headstrong that can deal with these people. But right now I wouldn't put Imad Wasim in the team because he thinks he's bigger than the team. Muhammad Amr thinks he's bigger than the team. You know, he thinks they think that, and, and it's it's our fault to an extent as well, because they also hear all these people talking about how, oh, Imad Wasim, he's a clutch player. He comes in, he can do this, he can do that. He's the he's the answer to all our questions kind of thing. You know, same with Mama Dahmer. You know, people still, I mean, I don't think as people talk, talk about him as much, but Bubber can't control them. Bubber mm-hmm. wouldn't be able to, to do anything. And there would be a lot of infighting. There would essentially, with the guys that Bubber has set right now, there would be a team Bubber versus team whoever. There would be different pockets in uh, the team. And for somebody that, you know, grew up, you know, in a, in a different era of Pakistan cricket, where we went from Inzamam to the trash that followed of the 2010s, fuck no. I would not want the 2010s to repeat itself. Umar Akmal, same thing. Ahmed Shazad, same thing, right? Misbah al Haq was able to control those guys Dream to an extent, but it wasn't, he was their people. Like when Misbah became selector, he brought back Ahmed Shazad and gave Umar Akmal another chance. He brought back Muhammad Irfan, even though I don't think he's toxic or anything. I just think that he played his game and uh, it's over for him now. But he brought back the same people. Um, and it was the same thing. It wasn't working out. So I, I think that you're right. An assertive captain is fantastic. An assertive coach is. And Mickey Arthur is an assertive coach. Um, but I don't think that our the team that we have right now and the captain that we have in place right now, and maybe even the coach, you know, uh, Grant Bradburn, I don't think they'd be able to control these players or they'd be able to kind of get them to see the bigger picture of this is a team game. Mickey Arthur is an assertive coach. What evidence do we have of that? I don't like. He told Umar Akmal to get the fuck out of the national uh, okay, academy. That was, that was back then, right? Like, yeah. was, I'm just saying. Like, uh, Mickey Arthur has been blaming everything except the team and himself yeah. for everything that's been. He's been he, first. He blamed. Yeah, first he blamed them not playing the song. Now he's complaining about like being held I down. I think in the that hotel his his remarks. 
his remarks get taken out of context, dude. Are you not? You don't know Pakistan journalism. You don't know. Yeah, Indian no, I, I agree with that. Too, his but I'm his remarks that... get full on taken out of context. You know, he's talking about a broader picture, right? About yeah, like there is like he he's an old man. He can compare it to how many different <laughs> tournaments, how many different things. It's not like this is his first tournament, right? He can compare it to. 2019 England he can compare it to 2015 Australia like he can compare it to these things where it doesn't feel like it's a one-sided event right and now we're seeing like in different areas and he was talking strictly Ahmedabad and we all agreed with that that it was yeah. wild but we're talking Bangalore we're talking Kolkata we're talking Hyderabad we haven't got that feeling from any of that right and yeah. he is yeah. just talking about security he's saying that security is an issue and it is and now we know how players, when teams come to Pakistan, this is probably how they feel as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I agree. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, yeah, you're right. You know, the journalists, you know, they, they kind of put a spin on it, right? And they and they make it sound like he's making excuse for the team's bad performance. And, you know, maybe that's his intent too. He's trying to get the attention away from that sort of stuff and, you know, how the team is actually playing. Um, because those, if you look at it, like those kind of statements come after a big loss or like, you know, that kind of shit. So I don't, and, I don't, that's, I don't, that's I don't with anyone. That's up. with us too, right? Like even us yeah. just talking about it, we say the same shit, right? Like no, anybody. We, we, we blame that... Babur instead, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Babur told them not to sing Dil Dil Pakistan. He said, I don't yeah. like that song. Yeah, Bobby, no, uh, in terms yeah. of your question, uh, Osman, I think uh, anyone who's played a uh, sport before would be able to tell you that having a good environment around the dressing room is very, 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 very important. Uh, one toxic player can obviously ruin the environment. I don't know how toxic Imad really is behind closed doors. Um, he is a very important option for us, in my opinion, for the next T20 World Cup. But um, I don't know. I don't know if we take him because Nawaz is not it. He's he's. Uh, I don't think he he has the control <laughs> that we want from him. Uh, you could tell on if the I have to watch Nawaz roll one more last over of the game, I'm gonna lose it. Uh, yeah, you can you can tell like, from the ball he bowled to Maharaj. Uh, there's no fine leg, and you're bowling down the leg stump. Yeah. Who's I don't know how he <laughs> doesn't understand. You don't do that. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I think uh, Imad. I don't know how again. I don't know how toxic he is behind closed doors, but he definitely is a very important players player for us to consider for the next t20 world cup all right yeah i mean i uh, for me for me i don't think you you pick him uh and i guess it depends on who the captain would be for that too we, we've talked about captaincy and whether barbara is gonna maybe not maybe he won't be captain by the time that world cup rolls around right so we'll see if somebody else is the captain maybe they'll pick him if Muhammad Ahmed makes a return as the captain of Pakistan, he'll pick him right away. So, <laughs> um, yeah, anything else you guys? I mean, India and uh, South Africa today, I was excited for that game, and that turned out to be not yeah, close at all. Uh, I don't know you saw that game, man, right? I didn't next... watch it. Sri Lanka, New yeah, Zealand I saw that game. Anymore. I think uh, India, it, it was basically essentially uh, a difficult pitch to bat on, and I think Rohit, despite being a difficult pitch to bat on, uh, gave them a flyer. He scored 40 out of just 24 balls. And after that, whichever better batter was coming, he was it was uh, he was they, all the batters were essentially taking their time to get adjusted to the pitch. Right? I even saw Shreyas Iyer was at one point uh, at 13 or just uh, I don't know 35 balls, and that is after that he accelerated. So you, this can this shows how difficult a pitch it was, and India, despite that, 
against a good bowling attack managed to score 326 uh i saw kohli score that traditional odi innings uh, he was in fact uh, at 74 of 92 balls at one point and i immediately compared uh, because numbers jab when i saw those numbers it immediately flashed my mind ke babar scored 74 of 92 balls in this world cup uh, i think it was against india too so uh, what i was trying what i'm trying to say is that when kohli plays the same innings with the same strike rate uh, he is like protrade as a goat i agree that he is the goat theek hai but when babar azam does the same uh, our our way on fine but just crucify them theek hai so that was the comparison but essentially i was very happy to see a traditional odi innings theek hai uh, it was a 100 a beautiful 100 of just 120 balls virat scored it on his 35th birthday and then india just did what they did what they have been doing in this world cup they took a couple of early wickets and then jadeja and kuldeep just came and spun the web yeah um india like they're unbeatable do we even want to make the semis what is the point yeah that <laughs> i think that is a very good question i personally wouldn't want to go if we are facing india because our streak would just go to 90 and that is something that i'm not mentally ready for at least yeah, maybe i i was tell, i was telling my wife uh, yesterday when we were she came down <laughs> at like 9 am and i was like i don't even know if i want to play in like i can't handle another loss uh, in the same world cup to them and they're not Bro, does, like, your, does your wife know about cricket no no she doesn't she doesn't Okay. But she's always I she's always like telling me like every time I get up like I'll I've been getting up to watch the games at like 3 a.m. every time and she's like why are you doing this to yourself because she knows how Pakistan is and like she knows mm. you know it's it's usually not worth it but um, I think the onus is on the three of you to help me find a wife that likes cricket <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's a hard thing to do um, um, but apne liye nahi don't sake hum log aapke liye kahan dhoondenge agar hoti to hum apne apne liye hawa that's a good point right uh, but yeah i just you know in terms of south africa like south africa cannot chase this is not a this is not a coincidence anymore this is a pattern and unless they bat first these guys cannot score more than like 200 runs uh, that happened against us that happened against netherlands and now against india they didn't even get to 100 today so they are i don't know man like uh, I was kind of hoping that South Africa would win today so they would get to the top of the table and maybe if we make it through somehow we would maybe play them but then you know even if you expect to win that game then you play India at Ahmedabad again which is like fuck who wants that right uh such a hostile game so there's no winning and that's why remember when I asked you guys uh, a few episodes ago I asked you guys what would you want to do beat India or make this make the final or whatever and you guys were like oh I I would rather make the final. Final in India, yoga, boy. So this is a paradox, basically. Quite a paradox. Unless you see 45 minutes of bad cricket. Yeah, again, right? They, that's that's basically what what they uh, uh, what what needs to what happen. What happened in which, 2019? But see, that's the thing, right? That's not they're playing at home this time. This is a different beast altogether. Yeah, I know. Um, I don't expect that to happen to India at all. The way they were bowling right. against Sri Lanka, I was watching that game. That like they have no weaknesses. Their bowling is unreal yeah, right now. But and, during uh, during the match, I tweeted tweeted something like, uh, "What I am expecting, what I am essentially expecting, was before this game that the loser of today's game will win the World Cup. That is." that is that is the vague prediction that i have now the reason for that is that it nobody has been dominant like the aussies of 2003 and 2007 right 
so it's not easy to uh, win a world cup without losing any game so even mahindra singh dhoni in 2011 said that when they lost to south africa that sometimes it's better to lose a game in the league stage you know that's yeah. like a wake up call yeah. there is so a, india not getting a thing as, yeah peaking too early right yeah. there is uh, yeah that's india not getting a wake up call before the knockouts is is a win win for me because now i think south africa is uh, a stronger favorite to win the tournament that is what i think personally i this is yeah for me this is more about india dominating than than south africa. i i don't have i have no faith in south africa we know what they do in world cups we know <laughs> what they always do right unless they bat first then unless they, this time yeah it yeah. looks like if they bat first there they have a good chance all right man we've been talking for a long time anything else you guys want to go over um pakistan england on saturday right saturday in canada whoa whoa friday, whoa, whoa, yeah. whoa 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 yeah. new zealand and sri lanka New Zealand and Sri Lanka. That's bigger. Kudrat ka nizam. Barish ka forecast hai. I'm telling you guys. No, Sri Lanka, man. They, they have a psychological problem against India as well, man. You know, they don't, they're yeah. not a 55 all-out team. No, but you know I think, if I'm not wrong, Sri Lanka has not beaten New Zealand in an, any ODI since eight years or something. I think I read <laughs> that. Or I think... Any ODI? Yeah, that, think, no, that can't be right. considering that ODI don't get played that often. I think often it was something like uh, like they haven't beaten them in the last eight ODIs or last eight years in ODIs. Uh that could essentially be true as well because they I don't recall them playing any bilaterals to be very honest and when they were different uh, ads at home. <laughs> yeah, and they when they were ODIs. I'd say last eight ODIs that sounds right and their World Cup head to head is pretty even. I think Sri Lanka has like one or two more so, wins uh, than New Zealand. But yeah, man. Yeah. I like uh, in terms goes. of in terms of net run rate, it's looking very tough. I think our best yeah. shot is uh as Mazhar or... pointed out on Twitter, our best shot is either a rain out or Sri Lanka beats New Zealand and then we beat England. But the good thing for Pakistan is that we'll know exactly what we need to do when that yeah. game rolls around. Um if New Zealand beats them then I I think it's pretty much over. But the we can't equation is going to be so difficult that I don't think it's going to be possible. We can't discount Afghanistan either man if they somehow beat Australia. Yeah. They need to lose one of their games as well. That's one of the only uh, that's one of the uh, that's one of the other criteria as well. But yeah. they could yeah I mean I don't think they're going to win two though. I they, they as long as they win one they're in the running. As long as they win one they're oh, they have the to running. win both. They have to win both. No, they have to win both. Their net run rate their net run rate's very low. Yeah. Okay. Assuming we win our match, even if they if they win one and they're tied with us on points, they're not going to be above us on net, net okay. runway. So we're going to be we're going to be fine there. Awesome. Well. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, Arham, you want to plug your YouTube thing in here one more time? I don't think I introduced your YouTube in the in the beginning. Yeah, sure. Uh, I just started a YouTube channel, and it's a platform of for covering cricket as well. It's basically stumps and insights. uh i think uh, usman will mention the tag in the details so yeah go follow and go like and share and subscribe whatever and all of that to see some great content and some great great content coverage sounds good yeah follow arham and his youtube thing uh stumps and insights thanks for joining us um we're going to be back i think after i don't actually i don't know well we'll figure that out i think in the middle of the week sometime well maybe we'll do a preview of the pakistan uh, england game 
No, I think we should. Then, we'll, we'll be back after uh, New Zealand, Sri Lanka. <laughs> Sri Lanka? Okay, yeah, that sounds yeah. good. New Zealand, yeah, so maybe we'll Thursday. do that and then we'll do a preview of our game and then that'll be a, that'll yeah. give us a good picture of what, what it's looking like for Pakistan. Exactly. But yeah. Arham, thanks for joining us, man. I hope it was fun for you. Um, we had a great it's time. A pleasure, so, bro. Yeah, thanks for Thank you so much for inviting me. I hope to see you guys soon. Why don't you guys come over next time uh, as soon as I find a bracket uh or a time sure, yeah. on yeah, my show if you, <laughs> you want to have yeah, all of us on that... or if you want to have like one 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 person on that would be fine too no man um, i'll have all okay. of you on no worries all right sounds good sounds good uh yeah, yeah. Let, let's do that and then um yeah we're looking forward to that i think that'll be good maybe we'll get it's good to be a guest too right like i <laughs> on yeah else's uh, show. Really, i think it's less stressful for me personally I just need to uh, just say what I want to and be a cricket fan for once. But when yeah. I'm hosting, I need to get the thumbnails ready. And it's so hectic. I swear to God, bro, I got sick last week because of the burnout. Because I'm handling this all on my own. So it gets quite stressful sometimes yeah, with yeah. the university and everything. I'm still a sophomore, bro. I hear you, bro. man. I hear you. I hear you. Um... But yeah, um, that's pretty much it. Thanks for joining us. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at shot underscore yar. Follow us on YouTube at shot yar and TikTok at shot yar. Visit us at shot yar.com. Thanks for listening. See ya.